Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hello, everyone. It's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42, our best friend podcast where we talk about. Whatever, whatever we want The fuck Okay the fuck want. Whatever the fuck we want Yeah I know you're very worried now Because just, the students are listening I'm just gonna put in a few fucks For like you know posterity Fuck 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 Okay Yeah okay you've like covered your fuck I've covered my fuck Exactly exactly <laughs> So um How did everybody like our last episode T4243 oh. Where we oh. had on the legendary Pooja Nancy What a wonderful yeah, format I'm just gonna some... give ourselves a pat on the back yeah. For that one Thank you all yeah. Thank you all We've been getting a lot of good feedback <laughs> about that And we enjoyed having a guest on so much That we've decided to open Open up yet another guest spot. So yes. this episode is also a T for two, for three. three, and we've got none other than one of our closest friends yes, in the world. Ho Ching, hello, 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 Hey, Mrs. First Lady, is it is it First Lady here? I don't know, but it's not Ho Ching, ladies say, and gentlemen. No, but can I just say, Madam Ho Ching, I'm just such a fan of your work. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I, I hear you also last time think my husband is quite cute. I'm I'm also going to uh, take a hard left and like, actually introduce... I think a hard right. A hard, a hard right. right, thank you. Yeah. And introduce our, our actual guest. Sean. Oh, hi, hi, Sean. Sean. Hey, hi, hello. Sean. Mm. So between, I just asked her to leave. I just got. Oh, you did, did you? Okay. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she left quite quietly, yeah. <laughs> like, like a ghost in the night. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. No, like a thief in the night, right? Oh, because oh, she liked um, to share on Facebook. Yeah. Post, so she's just like non-stop posting. Correct. Yeah, so Correct. she's fine. Is she even a real person, or does she just exist online? Wow. That's a whole episode on it. She's own. a real right. person. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Anyway. anyway Kishan and I, I think Sean is one of our closest friends. In, yes, yes, in the in the, in the world, like he's same, the host same. with Thank the you. most. Yeah, the host with the most, yes. and we are literally in his house. In his house, at yeah, his, recording this in his little living room that looks like a seance. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, and we we are so happy to be here. And thank you so much, Sean, for coming Thank on. You. Thank and you. you know what? In the spirit of yes. seance, no, no, okay. <laughs> I was gonna go somewhere else. In the spirit of this being Hari Raya Haji weekend. Oh, that's right. Firstly, uh, happy Hari Raya Haji to our Muslim friends. Salam Hari Raya Haji. Yes, yeah, Hari Raya Haji. So we were just ha- we had religion on the brain. Yeah, we've been thinking about um religion and spirituality a lot. Uh, so in that spirit, this episode is going to be a deep chat, and yes. I think some of our more avid listeners will remember that a few episodes ago we did a few deep chat episodes where yeah. basically we talk about uh, a one single was on, subject. Yeah, one was on race, and the other was yeah. on parents. I think. Yeah. yeah. And instead of our usual buffet of topics and buffet. digressions, we're going to just zoom in on the question of spirituality and religion and, and how religion like, and what it means to us. Right. Yeah. I mean, like for me personally, because of like the whole Joanna. Thing, uh, thing, thing, thing that happened thing. a few weeks ago. Oh, is this the the former lesbian talking with the young girl? Yes, the former woman who had same sex attraction. Yeah. Like, I don't know how she feel about the word the lesbian. Man, the man with the wig. Is it the, <laughs> the man in the wig <laughs> who with the young girl? Yeah, who went on to say that. <laughs> Who went on to say that the man in the wig with the young girl sitting next to him, yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about <laughs> talking about how 
Um, yeah, basically putting up a video about homosexuality and being anti-homosexual. Yeah, so you six. had that on the brain. Yeah, I had that on the brain. Six, the number six. And also. Oh, you know what? Let's dive in. You ready, Sean? Ready, yeah, Sean? To dive ready. in. I'm ready. To dive into I'm feeling spiritual. spiritual I'm feeling religious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shall we hold the table and welcome some spirits? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I feel like there's already a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very dirty your flat. Mm. Yeah. Very dirty, huh? So Sean, what was your like religious background? Okay, I mean, you and I have talked, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah, but I'm just um, asking for, for the, the audience. Of the I'm just asking, yeah. Yeah. I grew up, uh, first few years of my life, we were very strict Catholic mm. from a kind of Irish, uh, Irish Catholic background in Australia. Um, and then we had a very, um, swift conversion into Protestant, like evangelical Pentecostal. Yeah. A Protestant Christianity. Mm. From Catholic to Protestant. Yeah. Okay. Which, which coming from a, 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 like a Irish family was a very big jump and it created mm. a lot of tension and drama. Um, and so okay. I'll go with that. And then I would say I kind of, uh, fit, like kind of stepped out of it in my uni years. And then when I moved to Singapore straight after uni, right, I then engaged with it much more deeply and much more on my own terms yeah and then when i went through personal changes in my life later then pulled back a lot from it and i would say now i'm completely disconnected from the institutional christian mm. body but i still hold on to it personally mm. so very much if i were to ask mm. whether you still identify as a christian the answer would be yes yeah it, i would be but i'm I, i'm i'm careful of doing that so i kind of have taught myself i'm kind of agnostic christian which doesn't completely make sense okay. using the terminology but that's my best description of where no, I'm i kind of get to. that like agnostic christian to mean like you like do believe somewhat in that benevolent mm. god-like force mm. that is that you identify with the god of the christian faith that you grew up with yes but like you're not necessarily sure it's the god that expresses himself through yeah. doctrine and, or, and what i like about the definition of agnostic that as far as I understand it, is that there's um there's an acknowledgement that I'm not sure we can actually define yeah. who God is. I'm mm. not sure if we even mm. can. Mm. But yeah. by default I align myself with this God. Mm. Right. But with there's a little bit of confusion or there's a no, I'm not so convinced by so many of the things in the practice of the faith mm, right. that therefore it keeps me held back. Mm. But I kind of see myself as having a very close affinity to Jesus Christ. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Actually, it's worth That's pointing out at this point. Mm. I don't know if you can tell like, from the mm. audio POV, but our friend Sean is an Amor, you know? Oh. And like his origin... Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His origin... I'm sorry, Sean, but I just yeah, yeah. love bringing it up. It's good to be reminded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good, good, good to be reminded, reminded of your oneness. <laughs> but then, huh, it's like you've lived, here so, you've lived here so long. Yeah, I just did the math... Uh, Again today because I get asked all the time. It was yeah. twenty seven years. You've been here twenty seven years. Uh, yeah, twenty seven years. But I, I, in, in the middle of Just that, I went away for. F- I went away for. F- yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, oh no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. We are no, older no, than twenty seven. <laughs> we are older than twenty seven. Yes, yeah, not. But it's quite but close. That means yeah. when, okay. When I arrived in ninety three, how old were you? I was seven. I was, oh, I was six. So I was you seven. could have been in my Act three drama class when my first job teaching. I was in very very likely. I think that explains why I have such a trouble. There we go. Yeah, I'm so troubled. This is fun. I no, know. I bring this up because it's interesting that you had you you. I mean, obviously, you grew up in Australia, and then yes. you you know experienced a certain kind of faith, uh, mm-hmm. religious practice there. But then you came here, and then you also yeah. kind of threw yourself into yeah. you yeah. know a specific kind of Christianity yeah. Christianity here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm. um, which is actually quite similar to the kind of Christianity that oh, yeah. I grew up with. Yeah. Oh, so tell us about that. Yeah, so like I I was born into a very like religious Christian family, but it's very it was a kind of like charismatic Pentecostal. 
charismatic. So, like, for so listeners who like, don't know, right, under the you know within the Protestant Church, there are a lot of little subdivisions mm, and like chapters denominations, and denominations, yeah. so called, right? And some are more like de- depending on like you know the the church's approach to things like speaking in tongues or mm. like the kind of music you worship mm. to to certain kinds of doctrinal practices. You know, you have different mm. whatever, right? Mm. So, like, I how can, you take communion, uh, how you take communion. Kind of I see. Yeah. Some you know some some are so conservative that women have to wear veils to church. Mm. I see. Kind, okay. Right? Okay. Interesting. So, like, I came from like a bit more of a what you call. I guess a modern Pentecostal church, mm. very like with the band. Yeah, I got band on stage, mm. sing song, raise hand, and speak in tongues, kind right. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Okay. And uh, so how was that growing up? Like, did, did your views change? Are you still? I mean, like, I, I, I'm what you might now describe as like backslidden. I guess it's just like you know, it's such a great word, right? Lapsed, lapsed, yeah. Very wet, wet, wild. The the word, yeah, yeah. Like lapsed and lubed, (laughs) slip and slide down the slide of faith into some kind of damnation, some downright dirty, dirty dirty demonic rabbit hole. I mean, yeah, depends on who you ask, lah. How did it happen? What catalyzed the whole thing? Are you and sorry? Are you actually in the palm of Satan's hand yet, or are you just? Is he just kind of? (laughs) Are you dangling just above him I and you feel I'm him at, tickling your I butt cheeks? I think I'm at the wrist. Oh, so, so, the wrist. So this is, this is level I, seven. Uh. Like, I feel <laughs> Satan's wrist. I see. Sorry, yeah. did you say wrist or did you say fist? Sorry. Wrist. 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 Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you said right, fist. Right, right. Can okay, we, can we okay. not speak his name so, like, so stridently? So wait, are you, are you, are you <laughs> Satanist no, now? I'm just conscious of the fact that your flat is quite like, you know, there are some heebie-jeebie vibes here. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? What God, from? God. I've got innocent family photos and artwork of local artists. That's it. Maybe what are you the, I think about? it's a local artist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will not name the artist names. No, but the art is very, very <laughs> kind. God, okay. very, yeah, I don't know if we can put it in. Why? 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 Can put you it's right. Good. Okay, I'm just like, mm. because Kisha is trying to censor us. I am. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. Okay, anyway, anyway what was your question? No, I, was, I, I was gonna ask what what catalyzed your your uh, your backslidingness into yeah. Like when I was younger, I think I struggled with the faith because I've talked to you about this before. I I struggled with the reality, the re- the, the spiritual reality of what I was being told. Right. Like I never heard that still small voice mm. of God in my head ever. And it was oh, like very, the voice of God. Yeah, it was very central to hear. that kind of Christianity, which is that you have to have a very personal relationship with God. You know, you can mm. hear Him, and you have to seek Him every day. And I did all the things. I yeah. was very diligent and dutiful about it. But I just never experienced that reality, mm. and so like it made me feel like a bad Christian because like oh, oh wow. maybe God doesn't want to talk to me. You know, <gasps> and oh, then that must have been very like yeah, it, was, it, it was quite traumatic. It can be yeah. quite traumatic. How old were you? Like were you a young child? Yeah, like seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you know I would oh, go to gosh. church camp, and then all the kids are, and you know they like try and make the not make they try and. Um, get the kids to speak in tongues, right? Yeah, so they yeah, like yeah. try and all these prayers to help them receive the gift of tongues, and yeah, I, I never received it, but I, I pretended to be able to speak in tongues just yeah, so I could fit right. in. Also, oh, that was your your experience with this. Yeah, right? and then later I became gay, right? and then it was just you like became a, gay. I, yeah. like, I just realized to, not became just sorry. to kind of seal it off. Just to seal it off. I just realized I realized I was gay, and yeah. then I, and then like I looked up all the relevant passages in the Bible, which is not very recommending, mm. you know, mm. for a young queer person. So you felt conflicted. I felt you know majorly conflicted. And then later, it just became a kind of like, philosophically, I just could not square my life with the faith anymore. And, so and I, correct me if I'm wrong, like you you caught up, you got out of the church, like when we knew each other, when you were in late. uni. So right? I was like diligently serving in the church music ministry for many years. I, I gave the best years of my teens and early 20s to the church. And then hmm. uh, in uni one day, I just decided to make a, a break for it. Because you know, Sean, okay. there's a way that they really try and keep you in the fold. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a real sense of accountability and what I was reminded of 
um, from your description is in Christian faith where the belief the of um, the demonstration, the um, uh, the, the experience, mm. the experience mm. and the public demonstration becomes very important in many strands of mm. Christian faith. That's not important at all. Mm. It's very personal. It's very private. Mm. I'm in the pew. I'm reading personally. Yeah, you know, we're all un- in unison. But there's no need to manifest anything. Mm. You're not expecting to hear God. So there's just this security that everyone is in the faith, and that's it. Yeah. But in a in a practice where it becomes a lot more about do you hear, yeah, yeah, do yeah. you see, do you have tongues? The person mm. who doesn't experience it then mm. starts to feel left out, strange. Yeah, yeah, le- yeah left out. And then, like I don't know, it, it, it has all kinds of reaction, possible reactions. Right, yeah. right. But then I, I, I left the church and had to, I said I, I left the church via email. I sent them an email. Oh, I, I sent my music ministry so, an email. Like, yeah, saying yeah. saying like because something like, there was some did drama. You with best regards. Yes, yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> with love and Christian charity. Hey, do you still have that email account? And do you have the email? I want to read I it. I should go and look for okay, it. Okay, later we dig it out. No, I mean the the law, the big story today is that there was some drama going on in the church in the public eye. I won't mm. name it. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, and then like, I just took that as an opportunity to run. So I sent them an I email see. saying, it's been met, I've been... No, but, but which means that this had been on your mind for the longest time. Yeah, so like, you were just looking for an out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means that there was a huge period of... I mean, Cognitive yeah, you, dissonance. No, like yeah. anguish. Anguish, like, It was yeah. terrible mm. anguish for you. The, I was day. living with that unbelief for many years before oh, I found unbelief. the courage to leave. It was yeah. unbelief for many years. This is very interesting. This yeah. is actually really sad to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I mean, like, sorry to drag the story on, but mm. like, I remember like the day I sent that email, the weekend I sent of the week that I sent that email, I went to Chinatown on a Saturday, which is when I would normally have been rehearsing for church. All right. And I was in Chinatown with a friend and then I felt this incredible sense of liberation. And you oh, went gay sauna. Is that another you word? went gay sauna after that? Yeah, I went to yeah. a gay sauna and right. got like... Okay. <laughs> I was fucked. My, my, my brains fucked right actually, out. Actually, I was gonna say. I <laughs> no, I did sorry, not. Sorry, no, I did not. No, he didn't. Listeners, I did not. What's on now? Where? But, so you so you said you said liberation. Yeah. I was gonna say a deep sense of loss because when you no. finally mm. got when 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 you finally like left the church, mm. did you? Because church has in my mind now. Uh, uh, like a church has this huge sense of community that comes along with it. There's yeah. huge, there's no, 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 for sure. all your friends and everything. I so felt, I've, cutting that correct. off cold turkey wasn't that. I felt I felt a grief because these were some of my closest friends. They exactly, were like, and a lot of them were much older than me. Yeah. So they, I looked up to them as role models, and they oh, are really gosh. good people. And I had, sure. I, I had in my email, I said, please do not contact me. Oh, wow. And You they, wanted the cold turkey. I said, please do not contact me after mm. this. Please respect my decision. And they were very, they, they'd be very good about it. They never mm, did. Mm, yeah. Just out of curiosity, have, uh, have you gotten in touch back with any of these, so uh, your friends? one of them, uh, so oh, fellow, this sounds yeah, the, the, So yeah. there was another trombone your player. Your timber changed. There, there, there was another trombone player uh, who was much older than me, a woman, right? But she was kind of like, a bit of a tomboy so I always suspected mm. there was a kind of queer affinity between okay. us but we never talked about it yeah she has come for all of my plays oh has she really yeah nice. like she's come for the major gay plays so I saw her at the opening night for family outing mm. and I saw her at opening night for Tango Fascinating. which are both gay themed plays yeah, and she's yeah. turned up and she's uh, hugged me very warmly she's very shy she walked me very humbly and said well done and then left mm. but I thought it was very interesting that she turned up and I felt is she yeah. still uh, of the faith I have no idea okay I don't keep that is very interesting yeah, though. yeah 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 both oh, those wow. moments, I felt very moved. Like I know they are, and they sometimes send me messages like on my birthday to wish me. But mm. like, I, yeah, but other than that, we are not, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's enough about me. What about you, Kishan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Thanks for asking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as usual, uh, in my life, I'll bring the diversity to the table. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you mean the difference? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Please refer to our previous episode on Rishon Hamni Day. Thank Co- you. Correct, okay. Correct. So um. So. <laughs> 
I grew up in a very a bit confused household. So a uh, predominantly Hindu um, household. I grew up, uh, I was born a Hindu, but my mom uh, was also brought up in a very Sikh household. Mm. So, and I'm very close to the mom's side of my family as I am uh, uh, compared to my dad's side of the family. Mm. And, and because of that, I grew up with a lot of Sikh influences in my life. Mm. So Punjabi was all around. We would go to the Gudwara, mm. we would do Langar and, and all that sort of thing. Like the uh, Langar, if I'm pronouncing it right, oh, my Punjabi is very cool. Yeah. Is um the Sikh community kitchen. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like the, the, the food situation, mm. you know, like mm. that anybody's invited to and all that sort of thing. So we would do all of that. We would do all this seva, which is service. Uh, we would do all of this. And so there was a huge Sikh influence in my life. Mm. But I was also it was also drilled into me that I was a Hindu and in the altar in my house like in the in, on, in the same altar there's a bunch of uh, Hindu gods and one big picture of like Guru Nanak which is the which is like the which is the person that you sort of pray to or, or put your prayers to in um, in, in Sikh in mm. Sikhism you know mm. so and and I was like okay so I grew up in this for me these two religions were always one and the same mm. and right. I never I never broke them up you know, and my mother is like the let's cover all bases kind. So she will, she, she literally, she. So, so can I clarify? Because just yeah. now you said it was a confused household, but actually that's now you looking back at it. But yeah. actually you didn't feel confused. I didn't it feel, just felt all integrated. I didn't, I didn't feel, I didn't, uh, I, exactly, you're right. right. So I didn't okay. feel uh, growing up that it was confused because it was a uh, South, they, they were all South uh, South Asian religions, mm. right. you know? Uh, yeah. So I, I, I grew up not understanding that they were different, mm. but you're right. Now I understand them as very different religions, mm. uh, both with very different roots, mm. you know, and, and, my mother, as I was as I was growing up, also covered all sorts of bases. She would also she would also go to the to the Buddhist temple in Visat Day, mm. you know. And then she would talk about. She I remember once when we were really young, we had a we had someone knock on the door to talk about the Bible, and she would let the, she would just ask the person come in, and she like basically serve the person samosas. I love that. My my, my and then the, the, this poor person who was really proselytizing and like going like Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. I still have the Bible anyway oh, at home. Wow. I, and that's how that's how I learned about the Bible because I read it as like a story time oh. situation. I read it as like oh story. So uh. she would she would hierarchize um oh. the religions and mm. I, I won't go into detail because I think it's very problematic. Ooh. But but she would hierarchize which religion and Hindu is always. Hindu is number one. Mm, and then okay. Sikhism, sometimes Sikhism and Hindu like uh, battle yeah. a bit. You know, depending so on which high holy day. It's a championship league. Depending on which high holy day. It's like so, Man- Manchester United and what? I don't know. Uh, I, you, I, who love, you I love that you... Let's not even who, who, who are you asking? Who do you think we are, Sean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, but I believe it might be Liverpool. Wow. Maybe it could be... Yeah, I live London. I live London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this was my life growing up. We would go for all the high holy days for Hinduism and... um and Sikhism and believe you me sis because Hinduism wasn't actually um, uh, acknowledged in our calendar as much uh, because uh, Taipusam was taken away right Yeah, I got a lot of MC holidays right letter days even growing up uh, as working right I was like oh sorry today is uh, today is Timothy <laughs> I cannot come to work today is Taipusam I cannot come to work but I mean I would go for Timothy and Taipusam la, but as I got older I was like today is Timothy I'm not coming to work and I just fall asleep mm. you know so but anyway that's besides the point um, for me what happened was that I would uh, as I grew up, I started to question my mom and dad. Like, mm. hey, why do we do this? Mm. Why is it on New Year you ask mm. me to take out all this? Is what they actually did, uh, the New Year's Eve, they asked me to take out my all my textbooks. Even now, they still do it. They take out one science book from my shelf and they put it at the altar, and then we would pray. And oh. I go like, why is that there? Why did you pick this specific science book? And I would question all sorts of things, and they could never give me an answer. And the answer oh, was wow. always, don't ask this sort of thing. 
Don't ask this sort of thing. Wait. And I got very disillusioned. Lah. I've not heard you of this know, practice, you actually. know what that practice was about now? Mm. So basically, I, uh, I, do, I don't actually know the full detail, but I know many Indian families do this for, for kids. For, is it to bless the book? It's to bless the ah, book because you, education right. is your main thing, right? As a kid, you're growing up. So you, I want to give you like an uh, easy start in school, make sure you understand everything. So they mm. bless the book. They still do it for me because I'm a teacher. You know, that, that, that's, right. what, that's what I that's what I see like this. Yeah, because you've never left the Yeah, because I've never, never actually left the school, left the school so they don't know how to function. <laughs> and you've done, <laughs> you done further study because you're acad- you have academic pursuits still. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. So yeah. over your degree scroll. Doing your master's. Oh, my mom used to pray all the time and like I, I went for my master's and everything. But I also that. just because I went to London and she mm. was afraid that I would fall in like bad influence. Hey, I remember but, like, oh. you were, like you were telling me when you, you were moving to London, your mom kept saying like, if you're ever hungry, you can go to... Yeah, uh, where, thank um, you for bringing that up. That's really good. So my mom... So my mom would tap into her uh, her Punjabi roots and she said, if you have no money, ah, beta, and if you're hungry anytime, all you do is take the tube to South Hall. Oh yeah, South Hall. Oh, wow. and, and then you just go to the Gudwara, you just eat roti, you put like two pounds. You know, or something like that. <laughs> she, would, she would literally say this. Uh, she doesn't have this accent. I don't know why this came up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she my mother has a, has a Singaporean Chinese accent. Right. But uh, anyway, yeah, anyway, um, so, so <laughs> that's, this, that's another entire that's episode, another episode. Yeah. episode. But anyway, so this is my relationship with religion. Growing, mm. growing up, um, because I started to question and my parents couldn't give me sufficiently mm. good answers. And because I grew up being very science attuned, mm. I started to, what was it? I, yeah, <laughs> excuse me. I started to like, just, disregard all of it and slowly but surely I'm like no I'm not gonna go anymore mm-hmm. I remember like in my teens I was I, w- I wasn't gonna go for one of the festival days and for me it was like a big deal I was like no I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go so how do they re- take that so my mom was really upset to begin mm-hmm. with but now she's like she really doesn't care mm-hmm. uh, she is still religious in her own right but she doesn't enforce it on me every day she prays and all these sorts of things she goes for both I guess it varies from family to family, family things, right yeah. like how like um, much they try and keep kids yeah, in yeah. the faith. Yeah. yeah. Um, like in my family, like my mom actually was very upset when I stopped going to church. Really? You know, like I, so I sent that email and then that very weekend I just stopped going and mm. like I never explained to her what was going like, on. You literally cut the I call. I literally huh? cut the call. I when she tried to wake me up for Sunday, I just did not wake up. I just wow. said I'm not going to church. And then like she w- took it took a really long time to come to terms with it. And then mm. she was like said to me on multiple occasions, Joa, don't grieve your mother's heart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because wow. it was about my salvation. That's really interesting. Yeah, mm. and then she's kind of like it's a lot of guilt now. But I guess lot, regardless of the religion, because that's what she parents will do, also right? say things like, "I have failed as a Christian mother." Uh, oh yeah, I can right. see my, that. Because now all my children black, I so can all see three that. of us have yeah, yeah. And, and it's black actually now. high stakes because yeah. ju- I mean, regardless of what denomination you're in, the belief is if you reject the faith, mm. you're going to hell. Yeah, but there's no. That, this is this yeah. is the thing. That's it. Whichever denomination you're in, you. I yeah. mean, there's some variations of whether you, because you were once saved, you are always safe mm. or always I safe. See. There is, but that's, that's actually hard. not the normal it's belief. Now. It's oh, quite dear. black and white. Yeah, I think my mom now just has this very like, she, I, my mom will say, I have enough faith in God that he will have he mercy will on you. you. He again. will find you again. Yeah. You oh, know? wow. That's like, where at your death, at your death bit, like you will come So you're the prodigal son. Correct, correct. <laughs> and then you lash on, like... Oh. Your, because so, like you, you, yeah, your steady departure from religion. So okay, so I uh, let me then maybe mention. So for both of you, there's a very strong family 
Mm. Yeah, for sure, on. for sure. So for me, I had that because my father was always very involved in the church, you know, for, uh, a leader in the church, then became an elder, then became a pastor. Yeah. And he was always, my mother was very quietly participating in the Christian faith. My father was zealous and very aggressive. Yeah. Like in every psychologically, yeah. verbally, physically, right? Yeah. So we were judged a lot. Everything that we did was, was being judged. Um, I was not allowed to see certain friends, even Christian friends. Mm. Like I would start to mix with a Christian friend at church. Mm. We'd get home and I'd be told, Sean, you don't mix with that person. Wow. Uh, why? They were like really nice. They're, they're, still, <laughs> they're like, they're not a proper Christian. Oh, so that, you know, I think I would say I experienced similar concerns with Joel. I would say my personal issue when I was young was more depression and being suicidal. I was mm. very suicidal as a young teen. Um, and, um, I think what was hard about that was I would think about it continually, but what we were taught in that time and space was you go mm. to hell, you kill yourself, you go to hell for having suicide, for killing, thoughts. for killing yourself. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So to be young, be very depressed, very anxious. And, right. and in that time, we didn't talk about these things. So at these all. were very antique. It's very Christian. hard. It's like, what kind of choice is this? Mm. I, I'm struggling with the faith and it, it, it does. I don't, I'm not feeling the love. Yeah. I'm feeling a sense of disconnect. Um, there's supposed to be answers here. There's supposed yeah. to be solutions and hope and healing, etc. But I'm not fully getting it. I see. But you tell me if I ended my life, I would die. Like, so the fear is real, right? Mm. Yeah. I so, think- so I think mm. for me, university, when I was really searching and wow, my world really opened, I started to meet a lot of different people. People who yeah, believed sure. that Mary was an alien who came from space. And, you know, these are oh, people, people who are serious. That, yeah, people Because I studied art first, visual like, art, and then mm. later changed to theater education. I see. That. So, you know, you really meet people from everywhere. From mm. everywhere. Yeah. So, um, but, so I would say I just stopped going to church and then just kept exploring and being curious. Okay. Um, clubbing, listening to all sorts of music, right. very into the goth thing. Hey, those you know. are spiritual practices. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. I think so too. So, yeah. yeah. And it was only really then when I came back to move to Singapore that I reconnected with it. So, okay. Yeah. So you reconnected with it, which is really interesting, right? Oh, that's right? huge. You yeah, know? yeah, it's huge. It's so huge. You I reconnected it. Yeah, here in because like, so what, yeah. what was it? That- so okay, yeah. So that's worth talking about because yeah. when I moved here, I mean, I think there were a lot of personal. I mean, this is a sure. personal episode, right? It's yeah. very much about our personal connection. Okay. For me, having such a damaged relationship with my father, mm. so at that stage it was so bad, so dark, so terrible, right? And all these depressing feelings to move here and come to this place that was clean, fresh, productive, yeah. happy, forward thinking. So, yeah. you know, chewing gum had just been banned, performance art, Amazing. that whole part with Joseph and all this had just happened. Like, I mean, it's like, what the hell is this place, like, man? Peeping upon Deviance, no such thing. Yeah. yeah. Well so, done. Um, I, when I was working with Act 3, I met a friend. She brought me to this huge, wonderful, like, Christian mm. show production for, mm. you know, for Christmas. So, anyone who knows the history, will, I wouldn't name the church, but they'll guess That's who. Cool. They'll, yeah. get, they'll know who it was. Um, I started to realize, oh, wow. Um, this practice of Christian faith has a lot of things I grew up with. Like, it's very demonstrative, but it's very practical. Mm. Like, there's a lot of community services. There's a lot of welfare. Oh, my God. People seem, um, they don't seem like weird outliers. Okay. They're educated. Wow. You, know what? you know so, what hit me? You know what uh, hit me? That you probably got back into the faith because, yeah. like, you, you got a resurgence of Christianity that you that you once found very nice and homey back in Australia, but it got melded in with Singaporean, Singaporean. practicality. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. It, among other things, part, one of it was Singaporean, yeah, that kind of pragmatism. Singapore Christianity is quite specific. It right? is. It is very yeah. specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's no, it is, it there, is, yeah. You know, there was a certain balance. I saw a balance that I did not grow up with. Uh, People seem to be more interested in talking about 
yeah. the Bible, talking about Bible passages, thinking about how Christianity can be relevant to society, how you can actively contribute. And those were things I saw a glimpse of growing up because my father was very into volunteering for prisons oh, and I the see. poor. So, but I don't know. I just It felt just okay. like it had a lot more hope to be functional and fruitful and meaningful. So that kind of got me back into it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's really mm. interesting that you got back into Christianity when you came to Singapore. I did not know that about you. This really. Do you know that I trained to become a pastor and I was a pastor? I did know this. Yeah. I so did there we go. This. Bam. That's, that's, that's so interesting. We're so honored to have like an almost pastor. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Brother Sean. Yeah, post pastor. Pasta, like pesto pasta. So, Sean, where are you now with religion? What is, what is your deal now? Or specifically and spirituality. spirituality yeah. the, no, it's yeah. important that's, to draw that distinction. So, actually, yeah. it, okay, so it's interesting when you talk about families. So for those who don't know, I'm a father, right? I have a son. Mm. So, and I'm, I would think I'm a very active father. I've been very involved and very particular about how I relate to him and how I bring him up. Mm. And it's been interesting because for the entire span of my fatherhood, I'm so conscious that I know I have this mantle that I'm meant to pass on this faith, mm. ah. um, but I am not resolved about what I believe in it. Mm. So there's this um, interesting space where I'm trying to be very honest. I don't want to deceive him. I don't want to confuse him. Okay. Right. So, so okay. But you know, so my point is that the w- the things I try to teach him and demonstrate to him actually probably say a lot about what I think spirituality really is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think also what I still do now, despite not being involved in churches or cell groups or ministries, says a lot about what I believe it is. And I think for me, it's more about kindness Yeah, yeah. for me. Um, it's got a lot to do with humility, mm. generosity, um, sensitivity. Mm. So those things that, that always spoke to me, as even as a very young child who very lost and confused and eventually very depressed, the only thing that kept me going was this feeling that actually Jesus seems to understand. Like if, if who he is is real and everything he said and did is real, he was this incredible human who just mm. would love and accept anyone and was not afraid of any sin or any darkness mm. or like, um, and he was willing to sacrifice so much and he was not focused on the perfect people or mm. the functional people. He was focused on the down and out mm. that society hated. And he was actually against religion, the, the people who, who, represented institutional religion mm. so you know so that kind of carried me through what you're describing to my ear is yeah. Christ-likeness exactly yeah, it's right. Christ-likeness it's, so and for me mm. doing theatre mm. doing education mm. is totally like I cannot separate that from mm. my original idea of wanting to to contribute to society right oh. um, by, by giving by serving by yeah yeah and not from a place of condescension, but from... Because in, in the Christianity, what I also love is this talk of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. I love that imagery and I really hold on to that. This I, this idea that... So the body of Christ literally is meant to meet... We're not talking about the communion body of Christ, but Jesus himself, but he's not physically present on earth, right? Mm-hmm. He, he ascended to heaven and he sends the Holy Spirit back to earth. And there's a spiritual... There's like a Holy Ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. But we become his body. Mm-hmm. So we are his fingers, like his vessel? hands, his feet. Yeah. So okay. the Bible talks a lot in the New Testament about how we um, one person is a toe, one person is a leg. And we can't dismiss each other because without every single limb and digit, God is not present on earth. Yeah, I see. So therefore, everything we do to to bring His presence and bring His love is very vital. Yeah. Wow. And there are no small acts. Okay, again, no yeah. it sounds like a very community-driven sort of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So community and, is a and huge it's about thing, like. and it's actually very much about respecting others mm, and being yeah. open to like. Okay, so we you can't be so obsessed with the 
the value of what you're doing, mm. sure. what you're contributing, because someone is doing something else, and that's equally important. Yeah. I think that's 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 in every sort of religion. Yeah, I think right? so. I, yeah. I, think, I think that's a thing that's in every yeah. sort of religion. Yeah. Like you respect you respect everybody's number one. Respect is uh, is ultimate. It's and supposed then, like, to be. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed, supposed to, be to be ultimate fair. Yeah. And then you, you uh, no 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 act is greater than that. You can't hierarchize this yeah. acts or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I sure. really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I value very much my Christian upbringing. Right. Mm. Like I talk about myself as having had a Christian upbringing and how central that is to my personhood mm. right it's like my entire my entire moral compass is shaped by mm. the things that you're talking about which is why yeah. like I, f- I hear it resonate with me because mm. it is mm. about being as kind and loving mm. and helpful and sensitive yeah. and compassionate person as you can be yeah. and you know as much as I've struggled with my, my faith like very day-to-day examples of Christian charity, you know, mm. are scored into my brain yeah. as definitive memories of, mm. you know, what I love about the faith. I had this friendship with this older auntie who just keep giving me snacks and talking oh. about food. And I just like, you are community lovely. Community is such a big thing. And I miss aspects of that community mm. where it's like, you know, you do feel um, embraced by something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, the, the more I think about it, when I reflect on my spirituality, like there is a deep loneliness at the heart of it mm, so uh-huh. one of the bible verses that I respond the most to is I can't remember the designation wow, the but girl's it, gonna preach the girl's preaching yeah here just she comes here she comes freaking hallelujah just get ready it is like get for, for, you know this verse I it's don't know in, I don't know what is for it for I know all the plans I have for I know the plans I have for uh, no no for I know the thoughts I have, I have towards you thoughts of peace and love and not of you know whatever yes Plans to prosper you. Yeah. And so future I res- and yeah, hope. Yeah, yeah, a future and a hope. I responded very much to that verse because, mm. like, I was very lonely growing up as a little queer kid. And yeah, I right. desperately wanted out of this religion someone to be on the other end of all of my grief. Mm. Someone to be on the other end of all of my loneliness and my mm. crying yeah. and my, you know, searching. Um, and I didn't find it in I the see. faith necessarily. But, like, since we're talking about what my, you know, our present day spiritual practice is it is like trying to find a kind of solution to this loneliness Uh, I'm constantly seeking um, community I'm constantly Mm. seeking uh, companionship Mm. and I'm constantly seeking you know a listening ear Mm. and someone to receive love yeah. Right. So that I think that's very central to my, spiritual, mm. which is why I feel very drawn to the theater as a form. Yeah. And some of my most profound spiritual experiences have mm. been in the theater, where yeah, we, we, right, you sit yeah, in the room definitely. and the work of everybody willing this thing into mm. existence is a great bridging of interpersonal mm. um, difference, and you know, it's a form of community building. Mm. And there's always something kind of like really beautifully spiritual about that. Yep. For me. And I, I find it in certain... It's like a lot of... You know, like a lot of the Christian music I was listening to growing up, right? Mm. The, I realized what I respond the most to in that music is like the, the melodies and the harmonies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's something which you very... Do with yeah, music. there's something very yearning about Christian music, which is oh. kind of like, I love you, I love like you. the new Kali song, it's a good time right now to mention <laughs> yeah, the new the, Kali the, song. Oh my God. The that, new... That could be a- you know? Isn't the, the, the new Kali Minogue song something. Say Y'all something Y'all must listen if you haven't heard I will, tr- I will try and sneak 15 seconds of it into the edit oh, 15 yeah. seconds okay. the max Turns out we can't because even one second is a copyright violation So I made this ambient electronic version of Kylie Minogue's new song Say Something Highly recommend Enjoy This 
just you know it's like emotional pop. Yeah, emotional right. pop. It's a great. Song. It's like songs like that. Great music that you know that I res- that my soul responds to yeah. has a yearning quality. Actually, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting that you brought that up. When I was when I was in secondary school, I was in a mm. Catholic school and I was mm. in a choir, mm. and we we rotated singing the hymns every week. Mm. And I would go out as this brown kid, mm. and everybody knew was Hindu, and also had sing at the back of his name, and yeah. go like, "Hey, you Hindu, sing some sort of something hybrid." And then like, and then like, <laughs> and then like, sounds like a show. And yeah. then like, your own show. <laughs> and then I would sing like "Power of Love" mm. or like, um, oh god, I can't remember any of them now. But I, I shout of love was in the Celine Dion. Shout of love was my favorite. Yeah. Also, yeah. oh, no, no, no. The power of love. Yeah, that one. And okay. I would, I would say sh- something yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying Shout to the Lord, which was my favorite, absolutely. Mm. And it was everyone's favorite, favorite for about th- 10 there years. Was, there, was, <laughs> there was this, you're right, there was this yearning with the song. I would sing it with such mm. gusto in front of the entire school. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was it's fantastic. like karaoke, karaoke on ecstasy. No, but exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's karaoke on ecstasy because these songs are designed to be sung by a group. They're meant to yeah. be easy to learn. They're meant yeah. to, they're repetitive, repetitive. and there is it's a loud it's a loud public display of emotion. Correct. Yeah. Which is like where else in life, right? Yeah. If, do you have that part? Only so- karaoke, that's it. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, really, no. It's true, no. Yeah. 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 So yeah. But it'll be like National Day. Right, national oh, no, in oh, fact, yeah. in it fact, is national why day. is nationalism and, yeah, and religion yeah, yeah. spirituality so, like, is very similar? You know, like Dick Lee's home, right? Why? I I argue that there is a spiritual quality to definitely, that. Definitely, right? definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Be- because it is searching and yearning, yes. and it's something that people sing in chorus, and mm. then they it's affirm. still remembered. Yeah, you know, so many generations. Yeah, still yeah. it's resonating so with a yeah. lot of people. But, you know, yeah. There's a shared sense of resonance. Right? So, exactly. And there's a okay, there's a meta narrative to mm. it. There's something mm. that's bigger than you. Yeah. yeah, that goes beyond you. And the bigger than you, I think, is so central to like what spirituality is right mm. it's like you talk about all kinds of spiritual spiritual practices whether it's the normal newfangled eat pray love stuff yeah. it's yeah. about connecting the personal the individual the deeply yes. private and shameful yeah. with something bigger as if to say you too will eventually pass into this mm. into yeah. this into this into everything. this something into yes. right? yeah. in fact, every, your, every tear will be wide correct and, you know, there'll be no more crying and there's something like one of my deepest fantasies now it's not a sexual one oh, it's okay. literally <laughs> to just dissolve mm. evaporate mm. and disappear into something and be part of everything yeah. actually it's like in my most like uh, spiritual moments, right? Yeah. That is the sensation that I hang on I to. I see. So, like, you know, Philip Pullman wrote this series of novels called His Dark Materials, yes, right? Yeah. right. Which yes, I know you love those. Fantastic love, fucking love. set of novels, mm. right? But he outlines, I mean, you know, some, uh, yeah. you know, the Catholic Church has come out quite strongly against these novels because they do right. take a very kind of like unflattering view of that specific mm, institution. Right. But yeah. the kind of like mythos that he outlines in these novels is basically that, you know, um, all our souls at the end of of a living become dissolved into mm-hmm. into this like massive universal uh, mm. body. Yeah, you know, and that goes Which back to so ideas beautiful. that you're talking about yeah, about yeah. the body of Christ. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, it, it's, yeah. it is it is like seeking your place in something much larger and in incom- yeah. in an incomprehensible. I, mean, I think a lot of yeah. Christians get uncomfortable with that because to to a lot of mm. Christians that sounds to them like in the West which is meant to be Christian mm. right mm. we are mainstreaming philosophies that are from Buddhism sure Buddhism, absolutely and that's where people get uncomfortable yeah. because they reckon they're actually seeing from their limited understanding of another faith yeah. they're scared that we're trying to normalize another all religion all these other sorts of religions which is, it is a bit of a shame because first of all why are we so afraid yeah. of other religions and secondly yeah. so much to learn are we really so scared of the value of just of story and symbols and metaphors mm-hmm. we're so scared of them we kind of feel like we have to only 
um, focus on the ones that come from our yeah. faith, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So as artists, if, that's a big thing. Because right? even if you look at certain kinds of biblical stories, right, if you read them metaphorically, they are in fact richer. Yeah, very know? rich. Yeah. There's so many that get reduced way too much, yeah. diluted mm, yeah. by by trying to break break them down to one mm. simple teaching point. Mm. Mm. In fact, hearing y'all talk about how you connect with spirituality, it's, it's similar to how I I connect with with, with religion and spirituality. Meaning, mm. like I mentioned, I don't prescribe to Hinduism or mm. Sikhism directly, but mm. there is something beautiful about these stories. Whenever yeah. I hear, whenever I hear about all these um. Um, this this stories with these gods or whatever. Mm. I used to grow up reading these lovely books, mm. with, which were made into comics for us kids, and mm. it was it was beautiful to understand and, and read. But now I I connect. I find myself, while not prescribing to a religion, looking at things in a spiritual way and mm. finding oh, spirituality right. in myself. Mm. You know, like it, even if simply just walking along by the beach yeah. in the afternoon when yeah. the rain is coming, mm. to me that is a spiritual sort of feeling. Mm. Yeah. And being connected to like the environment around mm. me, going like, wow, this a lot more is happening around me than than me mm. inside. Yeah. Mm. You so know? in the nineteenth century. <laughs> in aesthetic theory in the 19th century this is the idea of the sublime right yes. mm, yeah, it's exactly, the idea yeah. that and you experience this primarily in nature mm. where you go into nature and you see a mountain that just reduces human scale to just nothing, nothing. Right? and you yeah. feel subsumed into it yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it kind of for you. me that is that is my spirituality mm. and, and, yeah. and that is I, I don't look for it specifically so I don't look for anything I think mm. sometimes um, w- when people find out or when people ask me what my religion is or whether I'm, I'm Hindu or whether I believe in anything and, and I tell them no I'm actually basically quite atheistic mm. and I, I don't mm. don't really believe in anything they, they get a bit shocked and then they question like what do you latch on to I go like why is that a follow up question mm. like I don't mm. think that that is an actual real question because why do I need right. to mm. I think there's enough around me so what do you usually say? is that what you usually say I actually I, I don't even answer because what, like if you ask me that question I, I don't want to be your friend no but I can see how <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your friend I, no, but I can friend. see how like you know science for example can stand in for not stand in but like really fulfill this absolutely you, right? which is what I want to talk about later yeah. Yeah. it's just like okay so you know this really hackneyed um, what's that as, that, that astrophysicist who appears on TV a lot Neil deGrasse Carl Tyson Neil, oh, okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson I went to like much later <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson like love saying we're all made of stardust right? we you truly know? are which we truly okay. are right okay. yeah mm. which sounds cheesy as fuck right but if you it's really so yeah, but if you get into that slightly like yoga pants uh, mm. mentality it's <laughs> the Lululemon yeah the Lululemon mentality it's beautiful <laughs> idea that we are, we, are, we are continuous with this massive expanse yeah. that we mm. can't even process with the human mind yeah. actually one of the most comforting thoughts I have in recent times right where we are facing like the climate crisis mm-hmm. and we are facing these deep existential threats to human identity mm-hmm. and the species is that we will be forgotten Oh, right, that we will we me. no we will pass <laughs> that, into right? a kind of eternity. That I'm sorry, I sound I'm sounding a bit like plum now, but I've just had a drink, so I'm feeling a bit like okay. let me wax. Yeah. Okay, let me wax. Preach, preach, come on. Is this? Uh, is this doing what from just now? What? <laughs> 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 Whatever. See, now I feel I don't share my insight anymore. Don't share. I don't share anymore. <laughs> no, no, someone say. <laughs> no, don't you think it's beautiful? <laughs> this idea that. You know, the Anthropocene, so-called, this era of like, you know, man's uh, man's age, man, man, man's age, man's mm. kind of influence, destructive influence on the mm. earth, is just a blip. It's yeah. literally that. Yeah, if you start meditating on the depth of time and you mm. expand your conception of time beyond human temporal understanding mm. and appreciate like geological time, yeah, it 
you just dissolve. There is a wonderful you know? quote by a physics uh, Nobel laureate that says, I think a 2018 Nobel laureate that said, the more we understand the universe, the more we realize how pointless it all is. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, our Christians will hate this kind of quote now, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because there is a point to a, to certain yeah. kinds of uh, like religious outlooks, yeah. there is mm. there is a there is a very clear trajectory. Exactly. Yeah, clear but actually, but actually, right? I would argue back to the Christian as a fellow Christian and say, mm. "Are you kidding? That Bible totally talks a lot about the fact that we are not meant to cling to this world. That yeah. it does pass exactly. away. That it's just it's a, a transient. Link. It's a transient yeah, thing. it's just we're just passing through yeah. as the song. Many says, religions yeah. think that Buddhism so, is a fine so example. Actually, it's of that. not really that in conflict. Mm. I think the true heart of the faith. Yeah, it's just where you think you end up, yeah. which is heaven. You know, and my vision of heaven would be just a complete gin and tonic. I, <laughs> Swimming in gin and tonic. I think I'm just fine with just beach. Just sand. A beach. Sand, yeah. water. Being washed out. Imagine being yeah. a grain of sand on a beach and then being That's gently... That's And then being bit. gently... <laughs> yes, it is. Imagine being a grain of sand, right? And then being gently picked up by a wave one day and then taken out. Mm. And then mm. just disappearing. God, I want that so much. Actually, can I ask you something? Yeah. If in a post, <laughs> in a post-life kind of existence, mm. what do you th- think you would miss? Like, let's say about, there's an after about human. Oh. Yeah. What is it that you would not? What you would not like to think know. is gone? Oh, oh, wow, because, that's okay. difficult to yeah. answer because I don't know what a post-life experience would be no, like. You so don't. I don't know what so I can what, what would you? Okay. What would you like to think is still around after life? Almost all of earthly feelings, to right? be honest. Yeah. I so want that's interesting, right? Yeah, I would not want this to end. But I don't yeah. know whether post-life will have something a little bit more euphoric. If it does, then what the oh, hell is sure. this? Yeah. You know? Actually, I don't know. I just contradicted myself. I say I would not want this to end when all I want <laughs> yeah, is to right. disappear, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> but, but maybe, actually, I don't think I don't you think like the idea of being oh lonely and being I alone. I don't like the idea of being... I think like... I Imagine would, just Joe yeah. being alone, screaming in the effort. Like just... It's Tuesday night. Oh, God. <laughs> I have to bring in T.S. Eliot now. You, okay. you guys have you just... We asked for it. So in his last set of um, <laughs> DJ set is it? Sorry, no, no. no I think, his I last, think, yeah, it's just his last Kilo, DJ like, set. So he wrote his <laughs> in his last DJ so, set. Okay. Tias Eliot, the poet, very famously converted to Christianity near the end of his life. Right? Yeah, and then he wrote this series of like blisteringly beautiful poems called the Four Quartets. Mm. And I won't go into detail about it, but basically he outlines exactly what we're talking about, mm. which is like a deep suspicion of like mortal attachment mm. uh, ah. and a deep yearning for some kind of divine. Mm. Uh, Otherworld, otherness, yeah. but also a nostalgia right. for, 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 That's for exactly Earth. where we yeah. are at. Yeah, because I think, yeah. I think it is very difficult not to miss what we know. Mm. Yeah. Because, because that otherness is know. something we don't know. It could be, yeah. it could be terrible and stale and bland. Mm. You know, we, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know, which is why there are like certain conceptions of the afterlife which I find quite attractive. This idea of like an all, an all knowledge. Like mm. in Indiana Jones, oh. the one of the more oh. recent Indiana Jones oh. movies, right? Mm. Like the not not the, the not the, not, the crystal skull? I think so. Like yeah. where the 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 Nazis because yeah, of course the there's Nazis, the they yeah, they touch the skull and it gives supreme knowledge. And then they die. And then they die, right? right. I think there's something quite nice about the idea of a supreme knowledge. You know what for you me know? is a beautiful afterlife? What? The Black Mirror version. 
Which is what? Where you become, oh. where you be, where, where you basically download your memories into a uh, sort a chip, of right? reality yeah. that yeah, you want yeah. to live, and then mm. and then that's basically your columbarium, lah. You know, mm. it, it, for me, it was like a columbarium sort of situation, but in, in hard drive. Such a lesbian love story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saint Jude Perry. Saint Jude Perry. Saint Jude Perry. I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful yeah. and it, creepy as fuck. I actually okay. I'm actually yeah. terrified of death. I I really am. But that was the first time I saw a version of death where I thought. Hey, okay. I could get on board with that. Yeah, but it's only because it's just an endless repetition of the same. Okay, and you don't know how their relationship <laughs> is going to play out in the afterlife. I mean, wow. I don't know lah, but I can reboot. Oh, they can reboot, man. They can go into different times and they can decide what they want to do and how they want to mm. play it. So I, you know what? For me, that is that is ideal. That could also be some people's version of hell. Do you remember, like in <laughs> Amish, uh, America, uh, like American Horror Story, Coven? I have not seen oh, that. So I've in American, in, yeah, Coven. In, in, in American horror story, Coven, yeah, the yeah. Vi- a vi- vision of the like, hell is basically a repetition of a oh. horrific or traumatic oh. moment. Yeah. Oh God, isn't she that, that life? Spell, isn't that yeah, what life, life is? is. <laughs> she says the spell Dishensum and then yeah. she goes into like this crazy. And she gets trapped in hell, yeah. which is basically like mm. one person's. You, for example, one person's version of hell is yeah. having to serve a line of customers at a fried chicken Correct. restaurant over and over. For again. for some people, it could be our podcast on loop. <laughs> yeah, could be, could be. Yeah. I do so, hope if that is your afterlife you have tuned out by now because we don't want you yeah we don't <laughs> want you sister bye so when I was in JC and uh, in bio lecture my bio teacher was very devout okay she was she made she, made, uh, she didn't hide the fact that she was extremely Christian okay and and what she and she when she was taught when she was teaching evolution and all the different theories of oh, evolution, yeah. she she went about it very clinically. Which okay, uh, you know, if uh, you if you are a devout Christian and you are a teacher and you have to teach this, fine, you know. Mm. But then I remember this vividly because I was shocked. So I was writing down my notes. I remember just writing what now what she was saying, and then suddenly she said, "But if you believe this, you believe this, lah. You will just burn in sulfur." <laughs> <laughs> So, Whoa. so sorry. I did she bring some sulfur into the so lab? She <laughs> just released. Yeah. Right? this is what uh, it was now so like. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but I remember the phrase. You will burn in sulfur. Oh dear. And I literally looked up and I went and looked around the lecture theater. And I went. Did everybody else hear that? And then everybody was a bit stunned and didn't know what to say. And I was like. That's not okay, guys. <laughs> Just one more time for the people in the back. This is what really, did she say? This is really yeah. not okay. She, she said, Ch- uh, you Ch- will burn in sulfur. going to be in the exam, <laughs> <church>. <laughs> she's, she's, I should have said that. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> what, sulfur, this, right? this Wait, what did she me, say again? Say she that. said, like, if, uh, uh, if you believe this, you believe this, like, you will burn in sulfur. Oh, dear. Yeah, some, something to that extent. Basically, she was she said it clinically and then she was dismissive and then she said, you will burn in sulfur if you believe this. So Maybe she's talking about the exam itself. But it got me thinking, you know, like, how, if, especially if you are a science teacher, right, and you have a bio teacher, and you have to teach these things, or or if you are now yes. currently in the world living right now, and mm. evolution is everywhere, yes. how do you marry uh, as a religious person? How do you marry? Can you marry these differences? Mm. Yeah. Uh, is this a difference? I, to I marry? think it's a big thing for a lot of teachers. So for me, it's like in this day and age where we live inundated with scientific fact. You know, it's thrown at us all the time, especially now in COVID times, like mm. vaccine lah. Mm. People get you know, we we talk about evolution all the time. Evolution is in schools. Talk about abortion, and then people are also extremely right winged and vocal and right winged. Mm. You know, so these two things come 
uh, they face off in a way that they never have before. Mm. And how do these two things sit in people's minds? Mm. You know, so for me, this is a this is a really interesting thing because as a as a as a biology student, as a person who is deeply passionate about evolution and the theories of evolution and the mm. and what Charles Darwin did, I really find it very fascinating. I just wonder how religious people square with these things because I don't think that these two things are in opposition. Yeah, I don't either. Right. I never what have you, actually. Yeah. I've never seen them as opposition. For me, I never saw why it was at odds. Never, yeah. Because so I, I just feel like a lot of this has got to do with narratives and needing yeah. very specific things from these narratives. Yeah, right. I think it's also you got to historicize it in yes. the political narrative of the American Christian right wing, yeah. which has mm-hmm. picked, a lot of it which came has from picked, that, which has picked evolution and yeah. is one one of its main battlefields. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting that you say mm. that because. For me, it it goes far back. For me, it's historicized in Galileo's time. Oh yeah, that was just the gift. In the Galileo affair, where basically mm. he was fighting for heliocentrism, mm. where the sun is in the center versus yeah. and then the the church was like, hey, no, no, no. The only reason they didn't kill him was because he was famous. Mm. Yeah, you know, and they didn't put him they in the house. Him? They didn't kill him. They, they put, put him in a house, house arrest, arrest until yeah. he died, I believe, or because, close to death. Because that's also a, a time where the church was really a very central place of all knowledge exactly. and all power. Mm. Exactly. So we but see like lost similarity. That. No, but I see similarities happening oh, yeah, yeah, now yeah. a little bit and I go like yes. what's happening you know it's like we are we are denying cold hard evidence yeah. for belief right and yeah, it's be- I find it very it's because odd. like um, anti-evolutionists tend to fixate on a very specific interpretation of the Genesis story mm. which is that uh, is it can be a very literal, yeah. a very literal yeah. one. Which if you if that is your worldview, right, yeah. completely co- it is completely contradicted not only by evolution, yeah. yes. but also geology, yeah, absolutely, archaeology, absolutely, uh, yes. paleontology, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I remember my pastor delivering several um uh sermons on evolution, mm. and like we would talk about were there really dinosaurs. You know, it's like, oh, okay. I guess this is this is actually what all of those Sunday talking yeah, all about. of those things yeah. about geology and paleontology yeah. had could be explained away in a in a very Christian way. They, yeah. they I'm all sure. could be explained Correct. away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but not Christian not if way. you're fixated with this one. I mean, it's actually making me, it's yeah. making me think. It's making me think now that like at the time in the 19th century when Darwin um and I can't remember the the archaeologist not archaeologist but the geologist who was writing Haley. about. Was it who yeah. was writing about the time so, and the strata yeah. of the, yeah. uh, and the, making all of these like you know I think it, re- it was a major kind of like epistemological oh, upset. Definitely, yeah. 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 People didn't know how to square it. With, and with it's their interesting that we are still feeling those rever- reverberations today, but sure. in a quite, quite political and because bit, everything yeah. is so easily politicized mm. right now, right in this yeah. day and age. So yeah, so. Th- th- but this, I don't know. Like I've I've also heard some Christians say that like. Evolu- if the it, evolution is an act of God almost, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that evolution, the intelligent design, all, you know, yeah. all these things can kind of coexist um, and some people don't really care that much about it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I put myself in that category. Yeah. I, to me, it's never been central. Like, mm. and anything that I'm working out in my faith has got nothing to do yeah. with how the world began. Correct. Sis, it's not. Yeah. If it's, it's about God and whether what he says is true about yeah. life. yeah. So it, yeah. the the one person that so when when I was a bit conflicted with all of this and trying to find a way to explain this, mm. I stumbled on this video by Mayim Bialik. The the she's basically the the uh, the Big Bang Theory, the sitcom. She's the woman scientist, the one oh, that falls the, in love with ah, Sheldon. the one, so, the specky one. The specky yeah. one. So she's an actual PhD holder. I remember this. Yes. So she's an actual PhD holder mm. in neuroscience, and she's 
she is a, a strong Jew woman. So she believes in all the tenets of Judaism. Mm. And she raises her children Jew and everything. Mm. And she actually put up a video saying, as a scientist, how do I square my my my, my entire worldview? Mm. And she actually said, first she wanted to, to disclaim the fact that why is God a man in the sky? For mm. her, this is not God. And mm. she actually talked about like what we named it just now, the sublime. Mm. She said for her, um, God and everything spiritual is the sublime. Mm. And she talked about she talked about seeing um, God in equations. Mm. So the equation about she, she sees God in gravity. She mm. sees God in the brain because she's a neuroscientist. And for her religion, the the, the Ju- Judaism was just giving her discipline. Mm, and I, I, I totally respect that. I thought, like, that's Some interesting. Kind of structure. It gives oh, a way to life. access the sublime. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I thought like that is a great way to marry those two things. Mm. And I, I don't think those two things are in conflict at all. Not yeah. At all. yeah. yeah. I, I really impressed. I really like that train of thought, the idea that the religion that you happen to find is a discipline that helps you access these messy sublime mm. incomprehensible energies in the universe. Correct. Right? Yeah. There's an almost kind of like I don't know if she says this, but a kind of syncretic quality to what she's saying in mm. that there is a kind of underlying logic and power to all faiths in that they help you get to the same place. Mm. And a lot of people mm. have said this too, right? That different faiths do eventually get you to the same place of spiritual and personal revelation yeah. and knowledge yes. and peace, mm. you know? Like, for me, even now when I look at my neuroscience textbook, because mm. that is that is truly my, if I were to say what science I like, for me, is the brain. Mm. I would read my neuroscience textbook and I will cry. Okay. There are aspects mm. about, like, memory and learning mm. and... That's amazing. That just bring me to tears. But mm. people would look at me and go like, why are you crying? It's just a science textbook. I go, but it's so beautiful how mm. this works and gives us all and everything that we feel and know mm. and know more about so to me that is talking about it makes me emotional yeah. it, is, it is beautiful beauty so, beauty is a divine concept yeah. and I've heard mathematicians talk about equations as beautiful and they can be like kind of like very emo and very emotional exactly. like oh, <laughs> this proof so God can you be know? in those things as well yeah. right? mm. why is God a man in the sky God is in the small things God is in the detail God is in everything God is in the brain yeah, yeah. all those things mm. yeah. so was there like any more to the sulfur story? I <laughs> uh, no, that, that was recess. <laughs> did, did anybody ever confront her about no, that? No, because we were truly... This woman... Okay, let me paint you a picture. This woman was mm. a really meek, meek, small mm. woman. Her name was Mrs. Gay. She was a meek... A meek <laughs> okay, we were now at a 25-minute break. break so we where we process her name. that name. <laughs> so she was a very meek, small woman. So when she said it, we were all stunned. We were stunned. What age? She was quite old. Uh. You, you. Oh, uh, uh, JC, JC1. So 17, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we were stunned. So, the the follow-up from this story is, after that was recess and we forgot all about it. Well, clearly <laughs> so can, not can, because I'm talking about it now. Can, can I just share just my like, speculative Of course, go narrative. for it. Ah. So, in my mind, this woman... Mrs. Gay. Is Mrs. Gay. Let's call her Eileen um, Gay. I think Eileen she's an Gay. Eileen Gay. Because yeah, she has a Christian name. She was baptized as Eileen. Eileen's not a Christian name, right? Is no, it it's in it's English. Esther, no, in Singapore, it's yeah, yeah. Chinese people say that one. Yeah, yeah. My Aline Christian Gay. name. Okay, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Alinge. <laughs> she, you know, day in, day out, year after year, she stresses, how do I, how do I go to sleep at night? How do I face my father God in heaven uh-huh. when I have to teach this at school? Mm. But then she found a way to slip in the truth. Correct. And that night, oh, she go back to her cell group, shook no more. <laughs> she can share this testimony of how she reached out to her class with the yeah, good yeah, news yeah. of hell <laughs> with the good news of hell and she felt like oh there's hope yeah there's absolution hope. and then just nice the recess bell rings so yeah. no one could confront no her one and maybe she also cry 
Correct. She also cried. Maybe she's found beauty in that moment. Yeah. I, she's probably praying for you. She was. She probably yeah. was. I mean, I honestly, okay, we, we, we speak lightheartedly about it, but. No, like, no, no. It's, I, I, it's, I don't mean to be completely no, cynical about no, this. No, it's, 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 it must be an anguish position. Yeah. No, it genuinely no, is. Exactly. Yeah. Genuinely which is why it got me thinking mm. in that train of thought. I wasn't, I wasn't like totally, like, sh- like totally shocked. Like, oh my God, this woman was fired. I was thinking like she was put in a position to teach this thing and she fundamentally, she fundamentally disagreed with what was being mm. thought. And yeah. so to be put in that position, how do you do this year on year? You know, but so I, that's what I, I don't get that. Me to As a teacher, it. for me, I don't get that because yeah? to me, this is not in the curriculum. It's not your job to talk about this. Oh, uh, for you lah. Yeah, for me, it's like it's not your job to talk about this. Okay, this is la. what we're meant to teach. These are the disciplines and oh, the principles that you have to understand. It's got nothing to do with. Yeah, so you divorce those things, yeah. right? But I don't know if everybody can do that, lah. So yeah, for yeah, some yeah. people, yeah, for some sure. people, it really bleeds into every aspect of their lives, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so, I think in some topics, it's harder to exactly. Is that all? So, yeah, la, that was my little contribution to my JC line. No, it's very big. It's very big. It's not yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. Wow, that was a real conversation and a half, wasn't it, Joel? Yeah, and if you made it to this point, I think, I hope you found some kind of like enlightenment. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if you need something to latch on to spiritually, yeah, uh, T42 is here. Yeah, we are, we, we are offering like um, um, spiritual offering, guidance. No, no, we're offering weekly podcasts. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, and if you're listening to us religiously. Oh, because I do, I do. Oh, yeah, Sean, this, Sean, it in. Sean is a religious listener yeah, of this podcast. That is my and now he's. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like those porn stars who invite their fans onto their videos, oh, yeah. right? It's like. Yeah, yeah. This fans, is like the OnlyFans page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we just had to end this like beautiful meditation on spirituality and like truth with a, with a craft. With a huge heap like, of like. Gay joke. <laughs> of course, of course, you would, Joel. Yeah, thanks for that. Anyway, thank you so much, Sean, for joining uh, us on pleasure. this beautiful yeah, channel. Yeah, thank thanks. you, thank you so much. Oh, Are you gonna leave my dirty house now? Yeah, we're just going. To, I'm just going to take a dump on your floor and leave. <laughs> yeah, is this part of your spiritual practice? Yeah, <laughs> and that part of your spiritual practice okay, is then cleaning I guess it up. I have to respect it. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. Actually, it's totally messed yeah, up. Yeah, correct. Shift. Take out the Clorox. It's very cleansing. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening. Thanks. This has been Kishan. And this is Joel. And Sean. Thank you so much. Thank See you, you. next Bye-bye. time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.